Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Every Sunday morning at 9 here on 101 ESPN, you hear golf with uh, Jay Delsing. Jay is a great St. Louisan. He is a former member of the PGA Tour, knows the sport, and you hear a lot of great stuff. Golf with Jay Delsing, Sunday mornings at 9 here on 101 ESPN. And Jay is with us now, as he is every Friday on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, Randy. Good morning. I didn't know you snuck out every uh, evening over at Creve Corps. Maybe I'll have to join you one of these evenings. It's uh... Uh, I was talking to, to play. Danny yesterday It's because, as you heard me say, I need to work on my short game. And Dan says, just get together with Jay. So we we, we always talk about it. So we, we've got to get out here in the next couple of weeks. Now that you're healthy and we don't have a pandemic, we can do it. And, and, and we've got this heat, Randy. Since I had my knee done, I've been practicing, oh, gosh, for probably the last two weeks every day. And it, it, it doesn't take me 45 minutes just to go from my car to the driving range. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you, Brooks Kepka yesterday, or the day before yesterday, said that his feud with Bryson DeChambeau is good for the sport of golf. I tend to agree with Kepka. I want to get your take as somebody who is obviously, you're kind of a traditionalist. I know that you, you like what goes on with the sport and you like what happens in other sports, but do you think that that particular feud is good for golf? Oh, man, Randy, it seems so childish to me. Uh, you know, we're just in a different era, right? I mean, you, you guys were talking about Carlos Martinez and Neil Allen, and my dad used to call people like that. They'd say, son, he's got an eight, a size 18 neck and two hat. That's what my, <laughs> my, my dad would tell me. But this stuff with Brooks, Brooks is one of these guys that, to me, always is looking for that chip on his shoulder. He's always looking to get his dander up a little bit, always looking for something to try to motivate him. But, you know, for him, he also said, Randy, which is a complete load of crap, that he said that what you do off the golf course doesn't matter. And I'm like, really? Ask Tiger. It doesn't matter? That's a good point. Biggest load I've ever heard. I mean, totally oblivious to what he's saying. It's interesting in sports, isn't it, Jay, how, like, I, I don't care what, what the sport, and, you, and you're enough of a sports fan, so let's just take you off the, the links for just a second with this. Chirpiness and personal rivalries are one thing, and we've seen them throughout sports, you know, hatred between players, and it fires groups up. It's good to see. It's absolutely good to see. But there is still nothing. But the only way it stays relevant is if either one of those two guys wins. Or if if, if in, in, in the case of, you know, like like as much hatred as there might have been between Veritech and A-Rod, for example, right? It only mattered when the Red Sox were finally able to start beating the New York Yankees. So to me, I, I think it's I, I'm okay with this. 
but then it's going to really get juicy if, if there's win. Like, it's okay that if you have two guys that are winning end up hating each other, that will add some spice to that that that, that could be good. I, I agree. As long as, guys, let's settle this with the clubs. Yeah. Right? Let's get out there and, and start – uh, and start giving us some memorable moments on shot making and long putts and guts and 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 the things that we all love about you know one of the things we love about playoff hockey is the the chippiness what people do uh, with their bodies is sacrifice for the team and things like that not um, build up your Twitter account. Well, t- t- so to that point, I mean, to that point, how are these two guys not going to like? I mean, you have to pair them up together in the U.S. Open. You have to give them the first two rounds together. Well, it's the USGA. It'll be really, really interesting. But, Curbs, how are you doing if you're Steve Stricker and you're the captain of the U.S. Ryder Cup team in your home state in Wisconsin in September? That's it. I know. That's that's why. I mean, you got twelve guys in your room. I mean, so, you know, how, how do you do that? So, so you tell the officials that are putting the pairings together for the U.S. Open. I need you to put these two guys together because they got to work it out now. Because I might need them later on in the summer. Either way, if if golf has any sense right now, you're putting the two of them together. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hey, Jay, what happened with uh, Ricky Fowler? Ricky says, and he was in qualifying, for those that aren't aware of it, tried to qualify for the U.S. Open this week, missed by a stroke, and now says he's just going to go hang on Tiger's couch during the U.S. Open. What's happened to Ricky Fowler's game? He's only 32. I, I know, Randy. We talk about this on the show occasionally. You know, Jordan Spieth is even younger than Ricky and fell into this chasm where he went from the number one player in the world and plummeted oh, back into the hundreds, you know, and it just, the game is hard and, and your, your life starts changing a little bit. Ricky gets married. There's some, some different priorities that he's dealing with. And um, I was asking Faraday on a show a couple of weeks ago, what do you think about Ricky? Because he's so popular everywhere he goes, you know, you see him, he, he does more commercials, you know, than any golfer around. And, he, and Faraday's take was that, this is the first time he's seen him start losing patience with himself and start changing his attitude a little bit. And that's where the slope gets real slippery. And that's where these dives or these peaks that you fall into can really, really last a long time. And if you ask guys like Ian Baker, Finch, hell, he never got out of this. And, and, and it's, it's, you know, that's one of the things that happens with, with golf guys where you're, you're on an Island and you do things a certain way, and you're really going off of feels, right? This feel produces this result. And when something changes like that, and all of a sudden the results start changing, you need help. And Ricky left Butch about two years ago, and um, he's actually trending, believe it or not, Randy, the last two events, he finished T11th at Memorial, which was great. He almost had a top five at Kiowa mm-hmm. for the PGA Championship. So there are some positives, but all I can answer is, because most of my career was a big valley, uh, <laughs> all I can answer is that the game is so hard, man. It's just so hard. And um, you, you just, you, you sometimes you just can't get the thing, to, the ball to do what you want it to do. And, and by the way, he missed the U.S. Open by a stroke because another player holed out from 115 to eagle the 18th. Yeah. So it, those sorts of things happen in golf, too. Oh, my gosh. They, they absolutely do. And you have no control over it. And I mean, sometimes you just, you know, grab your clubs and you walk to the car and you get on out of there. There's just nothing to do, nothing to say. It, it, 
you, you know, maybe head to some place to to, um, to quench your thirst a little bit and take a little bit of the edge <laughs> off of that because there's just not a whole hell of a lot you could do when somebody else plays better. Yeah, but Jay, is, is Ricky Fowler, to expand on Randy's question a little bit, is Ricky Fowler an individual example or is he really a an example of a bigger symptom that's happening in the game of golf when you realize how much like how much the great players in the game like a Dustin Johnson still miss cuts on a regular basis is is there an approach to the game that this kind of core group of players that are in their prime are are missing where they'll go on a hot Patrick Reed right can, can go on a streak win a couple tournaments you know and then and then just disappear from relevance for a little while where you're just not seeing consistent solid play that keeps you in contention with a good run of top ten finishes in tournaments you know where where guys aren't I mean, you right now have a hard time predicting whether or not the all of them uh, take the take the top ten players in the world. Sometimes you have a hard time predicting whether or not those top 10 players are going to even make a cut in a major tournament. Oh, Curbs, you're spot on. One of the things that most people don't realize is we professional golfers make 80% of our money in six weeks of the year. Now, these guys are averaging 26, 27 events. So when your weeks are off, this is where the greatness of Tiger Woods really shines because you would take Tiger's top six events and they'd they'd all be wins. You know, and, and what's when you don't have someone dominating like we did with Tiger. I mean, Dustin Johnson has been world number one now for I don't know how long. And when's the last time he's played well? It's been and a while. We right. just don't, it has been a while. And we just don't have this, um, this player that stands out like um, it did. Now, now, one of the things that there's been talk about the U.S. players and, and why we don't do as well in the Ryder Cup and things like this is because you get a guy like Ricky Fowler, he's only won four or five times. And I say only. But he he puts himself in an awful lot of positions to win and just doesn't come through. But in the meantime, you guys, he makes a hell of a lot of money. And so as you age, how do you keep that edge? How do you keep that burning desire to win when your bank account is full? But, Jay, is there – is there an approach or something with the the mental side or, or just, frankly, how players play the game? For example, I'll give you this example. Baseball uh, baseball players, the, the, the number of strikeouts that happen because everybody seems to be trying to figure out launch angle and home runs, right? When, when you know, you and, and it's still great to hit 30 home runs in a season out of, what, 500-something at-bats, right? In the game of golf, is there something like that where – you're not seeing that consistent play regular, you know, you know, week in, week out from some of these guys. It, uh, I think it's, I think it's always been there, Curbs. It's just that um, oftentimes we have had, uh, you know, Tiger's a generational type player. Right. Right? He doesn't come along ever. Phil Mickelson is not quite as strong, but 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 is you know just a little bit behind him. Other people like a Dustin Johnson is is a, a great player. It's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame with his two major wins at over twenty uh, PGA Tour titles, but just doesn't quite add up to to those levels. And so, I, I think it's just more the nature of the game. I mean, when I first got on the PGA Tour, Tom Watson was kind of the star that was kind of going away, and Greg Norman 
um, kind of took over for him. But he wasn't in that same ilk as Tiger or Jack because he only won 15 or 18 times in his career, not 80. And so, you guys, we've gotten so accustomed. The best two players in the world for the last 25 years in the world of golf are Tiger and Phil. By the way, two of the worst drivers of the ball you've ever seen. <laughs> no question about that. But, um, but, but those guys just don't come along that often. And I got a big, big kick out of this, Curbs, where the young guys were sitting around with Phil and they were talking like, man, we really wish we could have had a piece of Tiger in his prime. And Phil looked at him and goes, are you crazy? You wouldn't have had any wins. You would have had no wins. You know, and, and that's kind of what that's kind of what we're experiencing. And the other thing is, guys, is uh, so many great players now from, you know, you're starting to see a lot more South Korean men come to the sport and, and really play well. And, you know, they're dominating the women's sport and have for almost 15 years. And and so there, there are other players coming from around the world that are that are that are playing well and so capable, and it just it's hard to win. It's hard to win out there. Jay, who do you got on the show on Sunday? I got uh, Major League Hall of Famer John Smoltz. You know what a great nice. guy he does a great job with Bucky at at, at, uh, at at Fox, and he's also trying to play on the Champions Tour a little bit, guys. So it's a uh, uh, interesting. He had some great takes on what he's trying to do, and I thought, oh boy, you know, the guys out there, uh, they'll really help you on the range and everything, and then as soon as the puck drops, they just want to beat the heck out of you, and and he said, for, for the most part, they are. <laughs> I love Smolty. Looking forward to the show. Jay, always good to talk to you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me, guys. See you, Jay. Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.